Hi, Kathy. Hi, Don. months ago we had my best friend from kindergarten sit at the table with us Kristen and just like Kristen who is family by longevity default (laughs) they survive (laughs) we have your BFF from when you were teeny tiny yes what grade did you guys meet first grade first grade yep we're sitting with Christina DiGiacomo hi Hi, Christina We'll get into what makes her super interesting for the podcast later. Yeah. <laughs> Why we invited her. <laughs> Why we invited Why we her invited. Specific- specifically. <laughs> Besides that she might have really good Kathy stories. I'm sure she has a lot of Kathy stories. Yeah. I already talked to her beforehand. So About what? <laughs> no, not to expose. No, I did not. Yeah. I know. I really think she was fishing for like to make sure I wouldn't really <laughs> embarrass her. But here's the thing. Yeah. I totally did not tell her the story that I would share with everybody tonight. So. I have a funny story to share with Kathy that or not share with Kathy, share about Kathy. Okay. But first, do the disclaimer okay. so we can get into it. All right. This is for entertainment purposes only. We are not professional medical doctors or psychiatrists. However, we do have the right to give you our opinion and suggestions, <laughs> but we're not responsible. You make it up different every single time. Well, it makes it interesting. <laughs> we're, you know, we're not responsible for your actions and feelings, but we love you. Okay. There we go. So. Yes. Uh, this past weekend, Chris and I were away in Connecticut at a horror convention. Actually, you would really enjoy it. It's Connecticut Horror Fest. Um, it's a one-day event. Put it on your calendar for next okay, year. Okay, will do. Um, <laughs> and it's super fun. But <laughs> there was, I guess, where we ate was like a heavy Polish community. And so twice I saw uh, some Polish bumper stickers and Chris said, um, Chris said to me once that he feels really bad for the generation, like Sophie's generation, because they have no idea how many Polacks it takes it's to screw so in a light bulb. It's so bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. But so not It PC. reminded me of, um, you know, I've always been a thrift store garage selling purchaser. And I bought a mug oh years ago. Oh my god! And it still sits on my windowsill. And I always—it's like sits on my kitchen windowsill for the catch-all. I think right now it has uh, Pee Wee Herman stuff in it at the moment. But Kathy years ago was like, "Why do you have that mug? It says, kiss me, I'm polished.' <laughs> <laughs> Why do you kiss polish?" <laughs> Why are you kissing <laughs> Polish? <laughs> you know why? Because I wouldn't think of that. <laughs> kiss anyway. me on po- I'm like, kiss me on Polish. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> you know, Polish needs love too. I'm just saying. Stop sticking up for Kathy. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I know I'm still I know I'm almost fifty. You guys are forty something. (laughs) I will still knock your heads. 
<laughs> together like you did when you wouldn't shut the fuck up in your little sleeping bag. <laughs> just talking about the how you just bag. never shut up. <laughs> I remember being in high school and Christina would be sleeping over, and I could. It doesn't matter what fucking time I would go to bed, there would be l- the loudest giggling. <laughs> <laughs> and cackling from the living room. And I would just wait for mom would yell, shut up, <laughs> girls, girls. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we were pretty, we were pretty relentless, we actually. Are. We still are. We didn't give a shit. No. <laughs> I just have to say, we were, when, when we were together, it just, who we didn't care at all what anybody thought. We didn't care who we bothered. We just we were, like, in our do. own world. We had, we did. We I do remember, own. I do remember coming and throwing a glass of water on you. <laughs> probably but i don't know why you guys were in the family room yeah and i just came in and you go shut <laughs> up and i threw water on you oh my god i don't remember see this is how oblivious i was <laughs> to the whole because i don't even remember that's something that i would remember something right? happened to us all the time all the time really yeah well yeah but you know because Did your you- brother used to come in after he would party we would sleep in the living room and he'd come in and like slap our heads and say wake up Oh yeah, and call us dingleberries. Oh yep, that's right. Oh, and he so had that right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, between the older siblings, we yeah. We See, I blocked all of that out. You yeah. know, no, I remember that. Oh, do you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Re- no, <laughs> do you have memories of our haunted house? Like, do you have um, how we were? Our house was creepy. Talking memories. about that because I, um, I think the only one who did my. You know, my friend yeah. Johnny who passed, he's the only one who really shared any creepy feelings. Yeah, we were just talking about that because. Christina is a big horror fan. She mm-hmm. likes the horror. Now, I don't like, I, I like, well, as you know, because Donna scares me <laughs> all the time. Um, but she likes the, you like the slasher movies. You always, I like a, them all. You like them like, all, yeah. but you really. Horror is like pizza. Even yeah. when it's yeah. bad, it's good. Yeah. Right. You know, like so that's she's, <laughs> And I just go along with it because it's fun to be with Christina. And I was saying that why do I have a thing about dolls? Because we're going to watch Annabelle tonight. Yep. And oh I don't God, I wish to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. And I'm freaking, I'll, I'll be recording. Yeah. I am I, freaking yeah. out, but I have to watch it because it's the one conjuring mm-hmm. movie that we didn't see because we saw the nun, which our opinion, though. I don't know, it wasn't that great. So it was disappointing. It, but I love Aunt Valak, whatever that nun is in. Your best friend, my, yeah, your aunt, you call, my, I call her Aunt Valak. <laughs> your Aunt Valak? Yeah, from The Conjuring, too. <laughs> like, there's my Aunt Valak. so much like her. <laughs> but you can't say her name all the time. So uh, we were I could see the two of you going out yeah, for I'm brunch gonna, or something. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it would did be you a little awkward. Yeah. staring at you. Did you hear the story about like before that movie came out, before I had any idea that I know I told the story on the podcast, but um, that it was while my mom was in the hospital um, dying, basically, we went to the cafeteria. Uh, oh, well, well, we went to go see The Conjuring 2 to like get our minds off of our dying mother. And um yeah, I know. Like, why, why pick that? We were just like, okay, it's out. Let's go see it. And then, um, so we saw it. And uh, the next day we were in the cafeteria and I had a vision, not a vision, but I remembered that. I was like, Kathy, I have something to show you. And it was um, what I was the previous Halloween, months and months and months before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And um, 
<laughs> I made Kathy scream because, unbeknownst to me, it, she looked exactly like Valak. No. Yeah. She had the dark. She dressed yeah, up as yeah. a nun with oh, dark yeah. hair. I have a picture. I'm going to bring awesome. it up right now. Well, they can't see it on the podcast. We'll I know. I'm showing yeah. Christina. Yeah. Though. But it was so crazy. I was like, get away from me. <laughs> she just screamed in the, I was just like, the hospital. Ah, you know, I'm those so big hospital cafeterias. She was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And everybody turned to look like, what's wrong with you? I was like, my sister's crazy. And that just makes me so happy that I scared Kathy. So we, so we're talking about like your thing about horror Mm -hmm. and that when we were kids, we had HBO, you had HBO Mm -hmm. and whatever movie that was on at 10 o'clock, we'd stay up and watch it and we'd close the door. Mm -hmm. So sometimes... I know. She just I just, showed I just, picture. I just another saw picture. the picture. Because Are I'm inspired by me? that painting. It's called Sister Vigilance, and it's basically a nun with a black eye. And so I was inspired by that wow. to be. But then it was like that was like before. Valley. It's such a natural. That's, I, like I how, that's how you go to. That's how you go to Adam's Farms in that outfit. Oh, fu- yeah, like just absolutely. go get pick out your fruit. Um, in that's that why I call her Aunt Valley because <laughs> so I feel the family resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> so. So the one the one memory I have, we were like less than 10 because mm-hmm. we just stay up at 10 to see whatever movie was on. And we didn't even care about the raunchy ones. We didn't watch it. But this, the horror ones are the scary ones. And the one that changed me was freaking Punch and Judy, man. Oh, my God. I still I'm 44. I remember that. And it scares Punch me. Punch and Judy. Yeah, it was yeah, the Muppets. So it was like they were, they were like, what do you call these things? Marionettes. Marionettes. And, and I'm foiling my hands. Uh, <laughs> like, I know, it's a yeah. podcast. People can't see what <laughs> my you're doing. They were marionettes of Punch and Judy, the old, you know, puppet show. Mm-hmm. And where uh, Judy would always get punched by yeah. Punch. And yeah. that's so great. And and it was scary. And it was, uh, and the dolls came alive and they killed people. Mm-hmm. So that is, I think, why I have this thing with dolls and not, of course, we talked about Yaya and the porcelain doll that she gave yeah. me that I swear yeah. is going to kill me at night. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't deal with it. And then when I was <laughs> sleeping at your house, I can't stand her. <laughs> turn it off. No, I'm serious. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. I can't even. I'm going to cry. Stop. I'm so scared. That porcelain doll, the thing that I hated about that goddamn porcelain doll was... Uh, the one eye would close. Yeah, it would be like this. <laughs> we stopped stop doing things. It's a I'm podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But my eye went down slightly. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, and I, I had my own sort of horrible. I don't know, first of all, why like grownups think that porcelain dolls are an appropriate, <laughs> acceptable gift to give to a young child. Like, yeah. this is just maybe I'm a little biased because of my own personal hell that I experienced from the time I was like six years old to the time I was eight but I had an aunt and uncle who gave me um these two porcelain dolls and they were like in these old timey clothes and they had this real hair yeah. and like these these were like they were real full on. they were full on so what does my mother do put them in a rocking chair at the foot of my bed <laughs> I'm not kidding <laughs> I don't think I ever really slept at all <laughs> for two years. <laughs> and like, I actually even wrote, oh, this is, I'm having a memory right now. Okay. I actually wrote a scary short story. I About was in them? this, I was in the sec, I think the second grade with Mrs. Moy. And I wrote a scary short story about those dolls. Well, That's where that it all they started. would come alive and come and get me. And Mrs. Moy came to me and was like, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a little I concerned. Mrs. I had her for she six grade. 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 Or grade. But she genuinely was concerned. Like, I think, I don't know, maybe well, she maybe had this. Well, maybe you drew a picture with a, you know, I did a doll draw, with a knife No, in. but here's the thing. I did draw a picture. Like, I drew a picture of these dolls, and they had red eyes. Like, Jesus. that was the cover sheet of this story. <laughs> do you still have it? I, You know what? It might Please be somewhere. I will Please do my best to try and find out. Novel. Let's ask Val. And then finally, you know, I had gone to my mom, and I was like, oh, I don't like these dolls. And my mom was like, but your aunt and uncle bought these for you, and they're really expensive. And, you you know, my mother didn't understand how horrifying it was. And then finally, after two years of not really sleeping, I finally put my foot down and was like, that's it. I can't. Right. No. You have to Um, put your foot down because the dolls are going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so... But I feel like I'm not the... I'm certainly not the only person that's experienced this. You're not the only person that's experienced this. And so sometimes I just kind of wonder what it is about these these particular inanimate objects that just really, really... I think it's the portrayal. I think it's a subconscious thing. You watch a show and it's a subconscious thing. It's just like the poltergeist clown. Yeah. I think that... I don't know if we'd be really afraid of clowns if they didn't project them as people that will that cover themselves up and murder you. I think it's strangle <laughs> they you. Cover themselves <laughs> up and murder you. That's what they do. They mask themselves, cover them up, and it's they want to carry you. It's a, it, it's a absolutely. I'm telling you. It's I can't take it. I can't take it. I f- I fucking want to make out with that guy in England who just dressed up as a clown <laughs> and, and just stood stood, out, stood around oh in people's God. yards. <laughs> 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 that makes me so happy. <laughs> And he didn't get arrested, did he? He, d- I, he did. He got for, yeah. har- har- for harassment or harassment. <laughs> I don't know what. He had to stop, though. And it happened in Staten Island, too. But it's Staten Island. It started Island. to do a thing, and then they stopped. They nipped yeah. down the bud. Yeah. It, was good. it was a trend that I wouldn't want to follow. Yeah. It, I mean, trend. and, and the, the cool thing about it is people actually, like, they, photo- they did really great photographs of them like yeah. if you notice some of the photographs that were taken of yeah. the creepy c- clowns and stuff yeah and yeah the clowns were always like the composition of the yeah photos. yeah yeah like, like the clowns the were always off to the side right like with like the clothesline yeah 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 exactly <laughs> and it's and it's so funny it's like um you're a terrified person of this uh, you're mm-hmm. terrified but yet you take this really great creepy <laughs> picture I have a really clown. fun picture. I need, I'm going to do it for a th- uh, throwback Thursday. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. What? Um, yeah, there's a picture. I'll show you during the break. But I found a black and white picture of me and Tracy on our front steps. And Dad <laughs> is in the background <laughs> of Mr. the door. V. Sorry. Yeah. I had to say hi to Mr. Hi, v. Dad. Yeah. You know, when we changing subjects, um, I, I saw one of my favorite psychics, Lawrence, mm. uh, that Kathy introduced me to. Right after Dad died, I had a reading done. Uh, mostly, it was about our podcast. Yeah. And, um, well, we didn't know it was a podcast at the time, just something that we were going to do together. And uh, he said, you know, your dad sends signals all the time. Whenever you see a cardinal, that's your dad. And behind me in a bush, like five seconds later, two male cardinals were sitting in the bush Aww. right behind me. Like, And I, I said, like that? <laughs> he said... <laughs> Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> so um, we have a bird feeder outside our kitchen window. I swear to you, I know it's because I'm looking for it. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of reasons why. But my father had terrible jokes, as you remember. And he had terrible puns, as you remember. And he had racist jokes, as you remember. 
And so whenever my Chris does any one of those three things, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, dad, <laughs> a cart, the Cardinal will come to the oh, window. Really? Yeah. And then I was on the phone with you, with Sophie, and the Cardinal was eating. Oh, no, I was video. We were uh, FaceTiming. Yeah. yeah. The three of us. And um, we're, you know, talking about business and stuff. And. <laughs> the male cardinal came to the feeder. It's on the um. It's one of those like clear ones that you put on the window. It's really cool. So you cool. can see it. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And so the male was just happily eating away, and the female cardinal came, sat on the top perch of it, and was just like. <laughs> <laughs> And oh my god, mom. why does that and sound so <laughs> familiar to me? And Sophie said sounds like looks like Yaya, Yaya. found found dad. Oh <laughs> it's like my mother <laughs> found my dad. And they literally were just squawking at each other. Oh I, I just had to stop and be That's like, funny. Yeah. Man. And that it was funny. so loud. Yeah. I still I, I still make eggs a la garbage. Oh, oh yeah, I was just I talking totally about eggs do. all garbage. Yeah. It's like yeah, my just favorite omelet about that. ever. Yeah, yeah. Dad had a hit. One of his specialties yeah. was it was hot dogs, canned potatoes, whatever eggs. It was whatever, whatever was in the fridge, and, and he called it peppers. He called it. He called it eggs all garbage. And he put it in this beautiful Italian bread, and mm -hmm. we would eat it like nobody's business. Yep. Oh, yep. well, Dad. I still, honestly, I still, for some reason, I still feel like I have never made it as good as he made it. I, I, Which, true, yeah. right? Because yeah. your hands are probably clean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got nasty hands, mechanic hands. Yeah, mechanic hands. He had grease on whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. I, the taste of grease. It, I think I've tasted every single food. I think with, it's a, a little under. I think undercurrent of <laughs> motor oil. It's that secret it's a, sauce. It is a secret <laughs> sauce. It's the best. It's the best. But I want to just uh, go back to when I first met you, and this is what we were talking about. We were in first grade, and I can remember the day so clearly, like to the point where I remember what you were wearing. And this was the time when you made we made friends so easy. Mm. I mm -hmm. just asked you if you wanted to play jump rope, and yeah. you said yes. Mm -hmm. And then we were inseparable from that moment on. And we were in Mrs. Price's class when they used to do the star in the sea when you did good dittos. <laughs> <laughs> dittos. dittos. We had dittos. Yeah. Sophie doesn't wow. even know what a ditto is. is. Ditto is. Look, she's shaking her. She doesn't know what a ditto is. She didn't know what a typewriter was. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. You didn't oh when god. you when you were 15 years old. You came to the Bardavon and you said, "What is that?" Oh, it was one of the old. It was the uh, nobody can s hear you because you have a mic. So we, we were talking, when we spent time together today, we were talking about like kind of our relationship and how we've evolved together mm -hmm. and how fascinating um, we have grown in, in similar paths, just in different ways of doing it. Right. Because um, if you want to just tell a little bit about your background, like mm -hmm. you went to school, where do you, you went to, well, obviously went to high school together. Right. So after high school, where did you go to college? Albany? So I went to SUNY Albany. And what did you major in? I majored in communications. Oh, okay. And then after that, did you... Then I, I, I just started my career. Right. Um, and then the the second degree I got was a master's degree in, in change management. 
Oh, yeah, fancy. So it's just basically a study of you know how people make uh, change, make like change, a dollar, <laughs> like two, because we really two, need that now. Yes. we really need three that. Three quarters, you know, two dimes. Yeah, I've heard of some master's nickel. degree that, that, <laughs> that kind I, of border on. on I love helping that. the. I know the millennials. I like helping the millennials count change. And I'm like, you'll be okay. I have a minute. Go ahead, try it. <laughs> Go ahead, try anyway. It. Anyway, yeah. so you that's what you went and so you so we're gonna talk probably i don't want to because dom is running the show so yeah, i don't yeah. want to segue by all means kathy you mess up the segues so I, th- I i'm not gonna do that but uh, um we were talking about that you um study philosophy we right. were talking about that we, we were, were we, we weren't were, talk- when when were we Christina talking about Chris- I, first of all you're not <laughs> listening to me you're not listening to me i said she and i were having a conversation we spend time together and we were talking about how we do I have to recap this? We evolved and how she's studying philosophy. I'm doing spirituality. And then mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. So that is why we're going to be talking. And I'm so excited that you're here because you are my best friend and we've been together for so long and I'm just so grateful. Are you going to cry? Probably. I'm crying because <laughs> I still have punch and Judy in my head <laughs> and I'm really afraid now. I'm really afraid. <laughs> I have my back towards Sophie. I'm afraid she's going to show me the picture again. Well, Christina has um, a new project that we're going to talk about. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, you're going to talk about how to boost our morale. Yeah. <gasps> and I even have a little practice that we can all do together. Yeah. Oh, no. Morale boosting I think we're going to. I think we'll Facebook Live that too. Okay. We'll It'll Facebook Live. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. All right. All right. Okay, we're back. All right, Christina, before we get into your hoopla, you have a Kathy story to share. I'm afraid. I have no idea which one this is. I do have a Kathy story. And it's funny because on the theme of being scared and (laughs) (laughs) basically going to tell a story of when I scared the absolute crap out of Kathy (laughs) one time. Like, so bad that I felt bad about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Because she doesn't feel bad about that. Yeah. I love telling you. Guys, I think you guys have heard this story, but I, I just love telling it because it's great. So when we were, I think, around 11, 11 years old and, and, you know, in upstate New York where um, when it was a full moon out, yeah. the moon would be so bright that it would be almost daytime. So yeah. it was in the summer and it was probably like you know, round, it was definitely dusk and the moon was out and it was bright and we could play outside and hang out. And we had this hammock at my house in the, in the side yard and Kathy and I were just hanging out, (laughs) swinging in the hammock, you know, and it was nice and quiet and we were probably giggling. If Donna were around, she would have thrown water on us. (laughs) Um, and so I had to go, I, Kathy had to go to the bathroom and so she leaves to go inside to my ha- the, my house to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, let me pull pull a prank, because <laughs> Kathy is the best to prank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I decide to hide in the bushes, <laughs> like at get night. off the hammock at night. 
at night. At night. With a full moon. That's awesome. I decide to hide in the bushes to see what would happen when <laughs> Kathy came out and realized, like, noticed that I was missing. Well, the funny thing is, she's like, she comes out, and I see her walking towards the hammock, and it isn't until that she's actually touching the hammock that she's realized that I'm gone. <laughs> and then I see her stand there for, like, a good 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, just kind of staring straight ahead. Like, her back is to me, but there's no movement. And then... Her, then her head just starts violently swinging from side to side, like looking around. Because <laughs> she's realized that I'm nowhere anywhere near there. <laughs> and then the whimpering starts. <laughs> it, it started as like... <laughs> Where it took every muscle in my body not to pee my pants. So, and then, and then I hear Christina, and then it just she kept getting like a little bit louder, and then she started to crouch down. Like, I don't know what the crouching stance. She got into this defensive like crouching stance. And then she's like looking from side to side. And then the whisper shouting started. So she was like, Christina. 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 And I swear, I was like, I'm going to hell. I really, at that moment, was like, oh, I know what hell is made for. It's made for people like me. And then it just, then I realized it started to get serious. Like that she actually <laughs> was genuinely somebody took terrified my that <laughs> someone, took my, someone abducted me. So then I was like, okay. So then I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to like really jump figure out. out and jump out. So I decided to just like quietly <laughs> exit the, the bushes thinking like she'd hear me and like hear me approaching. And just be like, oh, there you are. And it, I, it was still really bad. Because like, I, I don't know, I like stepped on a twig and she like... Like she turned around, still in a crouch stance, by the way. And then she stared at me for like a good 10 seconds because I don't think she realized I was actually real. She was that scared. And oh all God. I wanted to do was hug her and tell her how sorry I was. And I was like, Hi. <laughs> like, that was the only thing I could say. I didn't hi. know what to say. I was like, hi. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know how she does yes. that, like, hyperventilating yes. prayer? Yes. She still does um, that. Yeah. She still does she's that. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I just, like, went up to her and hugged her. And I remember thinking to myself, I will never do that to you again. Christina. Ever. Christina. I'm yes, sure we will. Did. yes, we yes, will. Yes, we will. <laughs> because I have never, pr- I have never, you never, I have never pranked you. It was you. a good one, but I was, I, was I think afraid. That, I think I 
basically blew my load for the rest of my life <laughs> no. on that prank no. with you. But, no. you know, there could be another one. Oh, there will be. There's I, nothing happening. You know, happening it has today. been, what, like 30 years? My, we were just, oh we were just on Facebook Messenger. Oh. We were just on Facebook Messenger video chat or whatever, and I was sitting on the couch, and my boyfriend <laughs> has this weird decanter that looks like a, it's uh what's his name? Oh, oh my I can't God. think of it. The, it looks like Art Carney, and I can't think of uh, who it is. The, it's the ventriloquist. It looks like, a, yeah, it's the ventriloquist. It's a ventriloquist doll, but like old 50s ceramic. You know, with the <laughs> it's so she, so I'm sitting, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just sitting, and she could see me in Facebook, and he just took the ceramic face oh and God. just like had it float <laughs> in the screen. <laughs> She flipped out and she <laughs> fell out of the. I don't know where she went. All of a sudden, she wasn't visible. <laughs> she fell off the chair. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Like, she did the like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing. Oh my God. Where Sophie that's was brilliant. like, oh, that's funny. Like, that's, that's the difference. Like, Sophie's like, oh, that's oh cute. Oh my God. And Kathy loses it. Notice yeah, she didn't notice I don't for notice a good anything. minute, yeah. which is what makes it great. <laughs> what the hell's going on? So, um, oh, my stomach hurts. Oh. <laughs> so we're gonna do a complete one eighty here. <laughs> so from fun. scaring her to death to boosting her morale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. I'm thank you. Five you for that. Uh, okay, thanks. I'll take it. So, Christina, what the hell are you talking about? I will tell you that. I am the person who hates those fucking goddamn team building exercise mm -hmm. stuff. So I'm coming at you as like, ugh, like I, I, it's not you personally. Right. But it just in general, when I see those like brochures with happy people with seminars of mm -hmm. like. With the planks and the rope. And yeah. You walk together. <laughs> yeah. All that <laughs> stuff. I'm always like, oh God. But uh, yours doesn't sound like that. Yeah, actually, I have some good news for you. Okay, good. Because I hate that team building right. shit, too. Good. Um, you know, sorry. I no, first, we but, could say shit. But, you know, and I don't mean to disparage the people that are out there that are, you know, have dedicated their life and their work to, you know, helping people feel good about their workplaces Absolutely. at all. Because those, Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, if you're doing that kind of work, you're you're a hero in, in my book. Um but the thing, what I've discovered as someone who's been on the other side of that, who has had those experiences of like team building and, uh -huh. and consultants, and it just doesn't work. And the reason why I'm a, I'm a professional morale booster, that's sort of my, my shorthand of what it is that I do, is because I realized I've had a 20-year career in, in you know, advertising and in corporate. Mm -hmm. And I've held about 10 to 12 positions. And there was only one position that I had where I felt psychologically safe, mm -hmm. where I felt I like valued, mm -hmm. um, where I felt supported, and where I felt like I was in a, in a respectful environment. And when I had that realization, it was, it was kind of an epiphany for me as to the reason why I wanted to do this work, because I had experiences that I wouldn't want anyone else to experience. And if I can do something about that, then I want to do that. So to your point, um, to me, morale work is deep work. It's not 
um, one-off tactics. It's not a booze cruise. It's not a paint and sip. You know, it's not these like team building exercises that are reminiscent of kids games. I mean, I actually, you know, for me, that like, if you ask me to pop a balloon with someone, fuck off (laughs) between your, between your fuck off, just fuck the fuck off. (laughs) Sorry. No, that's okay. And you have, and I completely understand like your frustration and because logically this is how I look at it. Like morale sits on an energetic level. Okay. It is always there in any team, organization, group of people, um, you know, and it's really people's perceptions of themselves at work or in their, of their organization. And so, you know, and it's always there. It's like the other person in the room. It's in every conversation. It's in every meeting, every water cooler conversation. It's always there. So it doesn't make any logical sense to me to try and boost morale through an external sort of way of doing it which is like a team building exercise like morale work actually needs to be done in the context of where people are how they're interacting how they're looking at their purpose within an organization whether the organization has purpose or not which is like a whole other right. kind of a whole other kind of thing right um so that's why i just in my own personal experience have never found those things to work and i want to be a different kind of morale worker in that sense because that's how things get better and people feel better is when you actually have those tough conversations or you actually kind of call you know truth to power right right and Mm -hmm. you you know empower people to actually have the ability to feel good I mean all I want is for people to have a reasonable expectation that when they go to work they're going to be okay I mean, how crazy is that, that that's my baseline? I mean, my North Star is something completely, you know, right. I have a North Star, mm-hmm. but which is like what I would want for everybody in the right. world. But right now, I'm at it. I'm in a situation and the things that I've experienced and, and seen is that people have the Sunday night blues. They have panic attacks before status meetings. They have, they're terrified of their boss. They're terrified of their coworkers. They're, they're actually feeling acute signs of stress and anxiety in contexts where they're not actually in danger, but they feel they're in danger. Right. That's not okay. Yeah. So morale work is more than just like everybody be happy and everything is awesome. It's what do we do when things aren't feeling awesome? And like, let's talk about it and be truthful about it and heal you know without um reciprocate like without negative reciprocation like what is that not reciprocation without when consequences like um repercussion without without a negative repercussion and you know i love why i was so attracted to you posted something on facebook and it was an automatic we've got to we've got to put you on the podcast is that the name of your um the name of your company is I'm I'm the moralchemist. I lo- first of all, I just love that. That was like the best, and it was so attractive. Is that I know your history of what you've been through in 20 years, and the conversations we've had with the the it's kind of traumatic the trauma you had with bureaucracy mm-hmm. and and having that. And the one thing that is always told is that you don't leave jobs, you leave people. Mm-hmm. That people who really love what they do, but because of the people they're working with. There is no job satisfaction. And so coming in it in a, communica- in, a, in a communication way, like I said, instead of doing 
the which rah rah. I love rah. See, I'm opposite. Right. I love that stuff. I, I mean, I do too. Know, there's a yeah. time, but there's a time, time and a place. It. Some people, and I just want to caveat yeah. that because I feel like there's a time and a place for it. But there's, you know, those are perks, right? Um, you know, but a lot of times people rely on those things right. as how to deal with right, morale right. and I think ha- if you we know, can comp but- yeah so for me because I'm a, I'm a rah-rah person mm-hmm. in my own work on how I how I process but I have been in the workplace where I felt that I loved my job it was the people that was I literally um was it the person who told you you were too happy no but <laughs> uh, no unfortunately there was more to that yeah, yeah right that that complained that I was too happy but I felt like I was, I had to talk to my coworkers more like therapy than doing my job. Mm-hmm. We were so concentrated on getting the team working and it was the leadership that wasn't doing it right. And I think it was very frustrating and I wish we had that kind of um, real like safe place to mm-hmm. just say, this is why this isn't working because you can't change you you can't unfortunately you can't change people maybe you can change some behavior mm-hmm. or just have them you know kind of look at things in a different way but the your job is most of your life people who work that is most of your life it is surrounded by your work mm-hmm. and it's not focused on there and uh, and that's why I'm so proud of you that you're turning your negative experiences and bureaucracy and this the corporate world and you're like you know what uh, I want to change this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn from my pain stuff happening and and do it in experience. And we had that conversation about peer support, mm-hmm. like why it's successful in whatever direction when you're doing some kind of counseling or one on one that you get so much further when you're talking to a peer who's been through it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about your company and where you're going with it. So I just wanted to add why I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and I think it's awesome because it makes sense to me. I would love to talk to somebody uh, who had the experience of bureaucracy that was so painful that I didn't want to go to work or why I'd go to work and I'd vomit. Mm-hmm. I had physical, I had yep. physical uh, reactions to work and I had, and I was afraid to lose my job because I was a, a single mom but I had to learn how to face it. It's tough. I did eventually just leave, but it was, it's not everybody can do that. Mm. You got a lot to lose. It's true. Um, But the other thing too is so does everybody else, you know, including, um, including like, think about like, I, I remember that story about the woman that um, said that you're too happy. And and I actually would like to explore that a little bit with you, but what, one of the things that I remember when you told me that story, um, I was in a, I was in a different mindset because I think you told me that story like a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, that's when it happened. I called yeah. you when it happened. I was like, you're not and, gonna um, believe this. Yeah. And I was <clears throat> I was in a different mindset, and immediately I was like ready to put on my boxing gloves. Like immediately I was became um, incredibly defensive for for you. Yeah. Um, Things have kind of changed for me right. because as I've kind of evolved into this work, even in situations like that, um, I cannot do morale work with like cynicism and judgment yeah. cannot exist in morale work. Right. So 
you know, I think about that situation with, with that woman and I'm so intensely curious as to what was going on with her. And this is why, this is why I say that it, that it's going on for everybody. Everyone has a stake in morale, right? Everyone. Yeah. Whether you're a junior person, a CEO, someone who pours coffee for a living, right? Um, you know, someone on a factory floor. So there was something going on with her that made her say that. And the work that I do, I have to have compassion for that person and try and dig in and find out what was going on with her that made her say that and potentially, um, and potentially, you know, find an alternative truth. And, and so what I'm, what I'm saying is that even though there is this sort of conversation going on around bad bosses and poor leadership and horrible situations and that's absolutely the reality and I'm not minimizing that at all my work I have to go into the belly of the beast and actually suss out the truth in a compassionate non-judgmental way because chances are that leadership or that boss is experiencing things that you have no No idea idea what is going on they're probably feeling the same fear anxiety and pain as everyone else Mm -hmm. and so to be able to heal them can heal everyone else. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, the, the perspective that I'm coming at this yeah. with is a completely open perspective um, and trying to, to make sure that it's not necessarily feeling like us versus them, right, but right. understanding that everyone is feeling struggle and pain well, that's in the workplace, a, that's but in general, a, but right. in the workplace. Well, that's what makes a great mediator. I'm a media, I'm a certified mediator mm-hmm. and that's how you have to go in when you're mediating situations with my situation of being, it was a supervisor that told me that my coworkers c- have been making complaints that I'm too happy. Mm. And I, and I, and I, a coworker or co I, I remember coworkers like, like my office, mates were like I come in and I say good morning and I have a big Muppet face smile and Mm -hmm. I have affirmations on the board and I come in and I'm like okay what are we going to do today um apparently was too abrasive for them I don't know and I'm not mad at them I'm Mm -hmm. just apparently and I understand that because you attract who you are so if I'm happy and they're sad and they're not happy in their life it could probably be very irritating and I understand that too I understand that too. It's just that, you know, I think my supervisor should have handled it differently. Yeah. And honestly, mm-hmm. not, not everyone really knows how to articulate a tough right. conversation. Right. Which is also what Part I want to help, what I want to help with right. because it doesn't have to be difficult. Right. It's, you know, if yeah. it's done in a helpful spirit. Right. And, and well, I wish we had the bottom line is I wish we had that. I yeah. wish we had you coming oh, in. So you. we have to kind of Donna's has, something to stop <laughs> doing my fucking job how about that how about that oh, my God. <laughs> so we're so christina is going to we're going to take a break and when we come back mm-hmm. christina's gonna sh- give us an example of yeah. like how you work yeah and, absolutely um how often do you have uh co-workers who like smack the other one <laughs> in front of you because never i'm gonna hit the pause button and you're gonna watch that ready (laughs) you stay away from me we'll be right back stay away from me 
the moralchemist. The moralchemist. <laughs> Spell that. M O R A L C H E M I S T. And I assume that the alchemist was a inspiration to you the well, book yeah i mean i've read the book but yeah. the funny thing is is i came up with the name but it wasn't intentional to be connected to the book it just came to me yeah the name yeah stop it what um you guys are talking okay oh, okay it just okay. came to you let's I be think it's let's really be great. inclusive yeah. <laughs> shall we be inclusive yes yeah okay okay so before okay. we took a break we talked about um you hitting kathy she i was gonna it. hit kathy and she did it did I hit you. Okay. You deserved ahead. it. Okay. So we're going to do an example of like what you do. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. We're ready. So actually. So nervous. No, don't be nervous. Okay. Don't be nervous. You want, because here's okay. the thing. I came up with something that's completely relevant. Okay. For you guys. Okay. But also I was inspired by um, this statistic, which I want to share with people. It's um, uh, from employee engagement and retention statistics in the U.S. So. 22% of senior decision makers don't think that regular recognition and thanking employees at work has a big influence on staff retention. 70% of employees, 70% of employees, this is nationwide, say that motivation and morale would improve massively with managers saying thank you more. Like the sisters are in could use that. So management. Yeah, they could. <laughs> <laughs> there we go so right i mean i know i <laughs> if you didn't ghost me yesterday okay there's okay domestic. so clearly there's <laughs> some work to be done here right, um right. so i know it's sort of capped and obvious but and i know that because i've listened to the podcast and you guys are actually really good at acknowledging each other like Thank during you. during yeah. the conversation yeah. which yeah. is yeah. the most ideal i mean that's sort of the most ideal scenario but considering this statistic i thought what we could do is an actual gratitude practice oh i like that. i love gratitude practice so okay. the, okay, and look. and this <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm okay there. okay Fix your microphone, I'm McFly. fixing my okay. microphone. Okay. So just remember, this is available to you at any time, and it's not just for this. And part of the reason right. why we're doing this is to demonstrate to other people, regardless of their job role or what they do, that this is available to you at any time. It's a good so, tool. I love the tools. So we're going to do a gratitude practice. So what we want to do is, for each one of you, mm -hmm. think about something that you're really grateful for for the other person so for example Kathy yeah. think of something oh. that you're really grateful for Sophia okay and what she does okay and and the same thing for Donna okay I'll give Sophia okay when it's her turn so okay. everyone just take a minute and and again also be specific as to why you okay. feel that way okay so if you guys want to just take a minute sure Oh, um, we can do this. Yeah, we you got it. Like, yeah. yeah, we got it. Yeah, okay. okay. Should I start with Sophie? I think because, uh, I mean, like, we, and now, we, we do so this can Sophie, can yeah. Sophie yeah. also participate? Yeah, yeah. Sophie yeah. can participate. Yeah. You participate? Yeah. Okay. okay. So do I go first? Just sure. Sophie? Or do I? Oh. Whatever, so whatever's good. coming up. Okay. Okay. Sophie. I feel like <laughs> I'm going to. Sophie, I am so grateful, not only that you're my daughter and that you loved me as a mom and you, you appreciate me so much. 
I love that even though this is not your dream, you are committed to the sisters are in and make it fabulous. You are an awesome, awesome partner in this. And I love you so much. Even when it's overwhelming for you, you continue to do it. You're welcome. That was good, right? That was pretty good. Is there more? Do I do more? Nope. Okay. Dara. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear this. Oh, oh, I wanted Donna to tell me. No, oh, you, so you, you tell Donna. You're telling me. You're you tell Donna. Me. Let's, let's, take a, let's take a pause. Let's okay. take, take a deep pause. breath. Okay. From the heart. Oh, I got heart. so much. I just sent you the greatest text the other day with tears how grateful I am for you when you look at me in my eyes when I tell you I'm grateful there, there you are <laughs> I, just want you to look. I love you so pretty is that how you got my back you have my back through everything Aww. and your belief in me is so overwhelming and that's why I can do what I do and why I'm so brave so thank you for helping me so I can be brave and do what my destiny is so I love you and thank you for that that was good I almost believe that. 100%. No, you know. Stop. <laughs> no, I do. You know, I actually, do. it's I funny. I want to just, ba- just, just want to back. Ba- okay, go ahead. Wait, I just, I just want to actually realize something. Sophie, how did you feel when Kathy shared that with you? I felt like it was coming from the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that made me feel really good. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Okay, good. And um, and Donna, how did that make you feel with Kathy sharing that with you? I felt like she was putting on thick for you. You're such an no, asshole. No, 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 no. I feel like <laughs> the sentiment was genuine. Yeah. But I felt like you were being showy, and that's okay because you are showy. Someone just liked. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? They're not my friends. I love it. We're on Facebook no, Live right now. So when you listen wait. to this podcast, no, let's keep, go, let's keep going with this. I, your let's keep going with this. Your sentiment is 100%. And I do have your back. And that's 100%. And all the things that you said behind it. But I do feel like when you're looking at me and you're smiling and laughing well, because and winking, we're, I, we're putting I know because we're on Facebook Live and you're hamming it up and you're a hamateur. I'm a hamateur. You were too happy. I want to call that it? person back at home and say, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can't see that. I'm I can't kidding. believe you said Oh, where you, where you did not work. Where you did not work. We can edit that out. No, we can't. Facebook Live. (laughs) Thanks, Don. Well, on the podcast, that's fine. That's fine. This isn't going to live in perpetuity. That's fine. So interesting. So a gratitude practice turned into real talk. I'm I'm sorry you felt that way, but my sentiment, because I feel like I've I just I already shared that with you in such sentiment over text that I just wanted to repeat and share it with everybody how I felt about you. Hence the showy. So do you want me to redo it? No, not at all. Because that's what came. Okay, no, let no. me do. No, 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 no. It's fine. I, I accept everything that you said with complete, gr- like, I'm, I'm grateful that you said that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just, uh, that's a, that's, that was how I really felt. Mm-hmm. I accept your feelings. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> Okay. This is so fascinating. <laughs> I cannot tell you how we're gonna help you get. We're gonna help you get your dissertation. I, absolutely. Seriously. <laughs> okay. 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 So, 
Donna. Yes. Can you share yeah. what you're grateful for? Sure. Start with Sophie. Okay. Oh, Sophie, I am so grateful that in, in the span of skills and talent that you actually possess skills and talent that neither one of us have and that not only do you have them, <laughs> but you share them with us. And I have no idea who taught you this stuff that you know, <laughs> but it's whoever magic. they are, <laughs> I am grateful. But you're, um, I really am grateful that you also hear criticism and you accept it and you don't harbor it and hold on to it. So between those two things of you actually working on things that you know that we don't have, and yet when I say like, that's interesting, but what about blah, blah, blah? Like you don't get upset or defensive about it, and I'm so grateful for that because that is why we have a really great working relationship. That's what I'm grateful for. Sophie, what do you think of that? That made me feel really great. Oh, good. Let me not be hammy right now, <laughs> like mom. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, Nico. baby. It's okay. I um, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah that that was something that I feel like I almost needed to hear. Oh, and really? Oh. And it brought up emotions. Okay. Because um, I know that I ghosted you yesterday. Because I needed to put up the podcast and I didn't. <laughs> and yeah. um, mm -hmm. I really don't like disappointing you. Yeah. And I'm really oh. sorry. I know that you don't. Oh, and I know. and yeah. so it feels nice to know that um, the reason why you ask so much of me is because I'm super talented. <laughs> so thank you. If you do say so yourself. Yes, if I do say so yeah. myself. But thank you. You're oh, welcome. Oh, that got a lot of love. Oh, love you guys. <laughs> of course. Love you guys hearts. You because you were you were yeah. having a gen genuine, genuine reaction. Yeah. 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 Genuine moment. I felt yeah. it. Yeah. I definitely oh, felt it. Oh, we just it. got some hearts. <laughs> oh, okay. That was good. That was really good. So, Donna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To Kathy. All right, Kathy. I am going to tell you of what I am most grateful for, and it actually doesn't really have anything to do with you. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I am so grateful that I have someone in my life who I don't have to explain anything. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. This is good. Yep. <laughs> because... So much of what we do has nothing to do with this plane or this life. There is so much that happens above and around us that when I am in a weird place or a bad place or any kind of emotional place, I don't even have to express it 100%. And I think about all the people who, since we've done the podcast, how many people out there, like, um, I can't remember who it was who said, it makes, I don't have a sister, I wish I had a sister. And I say there are lots of people who have sisters who don't have what we have. And I wish that everybody had somebody in their life that had what we have. 
I'm so grateful. Because, you know, there was a time where we didn't talk. It was so hurtful and lonely. And I'm so grateful that we're not there. And I'm grateful that we are so beyond there. And like a muscle, I've said it before, like muscles can't grow and get stronger if they don't break. So a bond that we have really without breaking it, could only get so strong. And so I'm actually grateful for our estrangement. I'm grateful for how we came back around because we had to learn how to speak honestly. We had to learn how to shelve. We had to learn how to um, transcend the, uh, the trivial and the petty and the you said and the she said and the other people who manipulated us. And we had to find our way again. And that would not have happened without the break. So when people say, I wish I had a sister, it, my, my response is, <laughs> it's kind of, it sounds snotty. It's like, yeah, you do. Everybody should have what we have. Because what we have can't be in words and like we talked about in the last podcast that the reason why we cry is because you know our soul is like a bucket of water that's filled to the top and when somebody kicks that soulful bucket we spill water we spill tears because it's truth and you know I'm so grateful that we have that on that soul level So um, beat that. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, would you like to respond to that and just yeah. talk about how you're feeling right now? Um, I feel uh, healed uh, from that because I think that why, you know, I, I joke around and I hand it up, but I express, I feel like I express a lot how much I love you. And I always, I'm, I'm very like that, you know, mm -hmm. and um uh, to have you say those things out loud, you know, I know that you feel that way all the time. I know you love me yeah. so much, but it's, it's good to hear it like that. And it comes out and it comes out strong. Like I do it a lot mm -hmm. and I'm meaningful, but when Donna does it, it's just because it's just because she doesn't, um, I wish you'd say that more, but you don't have to, but when you yeah. do, it's just so powerful. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just feel like, I feel like we just soldered something, you know? I feel like my heart is soldered. And I'm just so grateful that you felt that, how I've always been feeling the last couple of years, cutting back together. Mm -hmm. uh, I love you so much. I love you so much. You're going to get snot on the baby. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're holding the baby right now. <laughs> it's a baby. So that's how I feel. Okay. Great. Um, so was this a lot, <laughs> Christina? <laughs> this is I. I'll I'll yeah talk when we're, when uh, we're done because yeah. uh, it's actually Sophie's turn. Okay. Oh, all right. Here's Sophie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Sophie, why don't you um, share what you're grateful for when it comes to Donna? 
Okay, so I'm grateful for many, many things. Um, and the number one thing that I'm grateful for is how much I learn from you on a daily, not just, oh, now I'm going to start crying. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to roll dice and do this. <laughs> <laughs> we play left, right, center. <laughs> um, but uh, but not just on who I want to be, but uh, how I want to be it. And you've taught me um, to really find happiness and organization in my life. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, is my uh, strength, organization. And, and in the... Um, in this year of doing the podcast, you really taught me a lot about business and a lot about commitment and a lot about um, myself. And you do a really great job of leading this team. I'm really grateful for that because we really came a long way. <laughs> we needed it. We really came a long way. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank Donna, you. do you want to react to that? Yeah, that's what she said. I really appreciate you saying that out loud yeah and um to both of you i i wouldn't have been able to have this baby without you guys mm -hmm. really just preparing the house and loving me and just welcoming this little guy and you know like you said without mom you felt alone and i've been thankful that i've never felt alone because i have you too mm. so i love you guys oh, this is not a fun Facebook Live. No, we're this getting so much love right now. Oh, my God. So not funny and fun. But no, it's even better. We've never had this much action on Facebook Live. So, Sophie, is there is there anything um, uh, in terms of specific that you want to talk to Kathy about? When it, yeah, I mean, and, and you could keep it just specifically to to the work the that you're doing the okay. work that you're doing right. we'll, with we'll with sisters are in yeah um you've done a great job of helping me when i feel like i'm disappointing the team and making me feel like i can disappoint you guys <laughs> 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 and um and yeah and just being uh, how much you've progressed with technology <laughs> has been so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've just you've just grown so much in your technical. I don't know if we have any Patreons on this live, but <laughs> Mom's been doing the video of the day. Pretty proud of that. Um, and that's been really really impressive and really great. And I'm really you're doing a really really good job. <laughs> oh, I have your microphone, Mom. No one can hear you. <laughs> okay. Was that it, Sophie? Yes, do you want to give it. her a microphone back? Okay, so Kathy, so would you like to? Right that's fine. I would you like to? Can no, you? It's okay. Do you want to react it's to what okay. Sophie just said? Yeah, it's technology is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song? What's the song on Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> I feel like Kip. Yes, I love technology. technology. 
Um, so I really appreciate your acknowledgement because I have worked really hard because I don't want to disappoint you guys. <laughs> <laughs> because I know you, you guys know that Kathy calls this her computer. <laughs> this is I Kathy. It's a to spiral me- notebook and a clipboard. To, I come to logistic, what do you call it, logistic meetings? Yes. <laughs> with a clipboard and paper. And she says, I have I'm to, let me get my computer out. <laughs> oh my God. And so oh my I God. appreciate you acknowledging yeah. that I've been trying because it's been very difficult and it's been empowering me. So I want to say thank you for acknowledging that. And I lo- and I love you so much. I am a really lucky mom. I'm, a, I'm the luckiest mom. There's a lot of lucky moms out there and I'm one of them. So, And a lucky grandma. You're so hogging the baby. I am, but he's sleeping. <laughs> he's sleeping and he's calm. Okay. Okay. So let's okay. just draw this practice to a close. Oh my gosh, okay. I am exhausted. I think now <sighs> I need to deal with this Facebook Live. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but I do. I just take a moment, take a little bit of a breath, and then just observe how you're feeling right now. You don't have to vocalize it, but just take a moment and observe how you're feeling. And I can just tell you what I'm observing and how things are feeling for me is there is sort of, something feels stronger. Um, There's a lot of love right now and there's a deeper connection. And it was always there, but I feel like it's now more present. Mm And my prescription, my morale prescription for you guys is actually to do this practice at least like once every three months, at least. Okay. 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 And it's available and it's super easy and it's available to you at any time. Um, And maybe even, you know, you, you decide and use your judgment how often you want to do it. But I think once every three months is, is a really good prescription for you. Okay. Um, And you know, that's, what has just happened here is real morale work. This is morale work. You did a great job. Thank, Thank you, you, Christina. Thank you. Was Thank it you. good? I love you, Don. Oh, I love you too. So much. I love you, Soph. I love you, Soph. I love you, Christina. Good. I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. So we're gonna, gonna say goodbye. We're gonna take a break and uh, blow our nose and make some tea. And when we come back, Kathy's gonna do a little reading for Christina. How about that? Oh um, my goodness! Oh my god! I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, we're back. That was intense. That was we awesome. A little break. I got lots of hugs and kisses from Donna, oh. and that makes me feel happy. I'm so happy. Oh, I I'm glad you're happy. Yes. I'm gonna scare you later. I know. I know it's Annabelle. temporary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> foot's getting caught. I got. I got the baby now, but it's perfect timing that I have the baby because. Uh, you're going to do a reading for Christina. She I gave to am. us. Now you're going to give to her. I am Thank so you ha- so much. Oh, you're welcome. Now, 
I know that people, you know, we are best friends and we, we don't, but we talk like maybe every few months. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I see you every day. Mm-hmm. And I think I may have given you a reading. I don't know how long ago. I don't, oh my, it years, I think. So it's been years yeah. since I honestly. Yeah. Cause I don't really ask. I don't, you know. Oh, you know, I would. Oh. I know you would, but, but I just, I, I, you know. You're so respectful of <laughs> the psychic life and I just really appreciate that. But I would do that for you anytime. So, uh, and I, I do appreciate that. Um, so just so you know, I have everybody out there. I haven't done this in a, a long time, years. Yeah. So I have no idea what's going on. We've caught up today. I hadn't seen you in a few, several months, Correct. six months. So I'm really excited to see what's going on. So all I'm going to do, Christina, is I just want you to take a deep breath. And I'm going to shuffle the cards, okay? And um, if there's anything particular you don't want me to talk about, you just let me know because, you know, we're on the podcast. So I'll be mindful of that. Okay. So I think we're going to direct this for your work because we're talking about. That would be great. So let's focus on work. Yeah. Yeah. So let's focus on work and uh, see where it goes. So with your left hand, I want you to cut the cards. And then I just shuffled. Okay. Yeah. This is good. Feeling good. Left hand, three piles. Three piles? Three piles with your left hand. I, I still don't know why, but yeah, that's the way we do it. Okay, the energy is coming out. Okay, I'm going to shuffle this. We're doing this. Okay, so, yeah, so this is your spiritual work. So I have the high priestess that came out, and it's the number two, which means that because it's the center of who you are, like where I'm positioning the card, I try to explain kind of what I'm doing, even though it's hard visually because we're on a podcast. So the high priestess in this situation is about your inner self and your spirituality. So what the spirit is saying that they're very proud of you because you have been meditating regularly and you have been in your focus. And that's why the universe or God, I use God universe, whatever you use. Um, God is making things happen for you because it's divine timing because you're doing the work. So to move forward, continue on your meditation and your introspection. So the the spirit was also telling me that your writing has also improved because you've been meditating because the message that you're getting is not coming from you and your mind. It's coming from your spirit. Does that make sense? Completely. (laughs) Okay. So that's what's really over you. And here is the 10 of pentacles. And the Ten of Pentacles, she's like looking at me like, I don't know what that means. So the Ten of Pentacles is about money. It's literally about the, it's about inheritance, but I don't think it's inheritance of family. It's an inheritance of your work that's going to happen. So this is going to be able to support you and beyond. And I also see you using this work to give out to others. You're going to be very charitable because Mm -hmm. I see that you're making a list of, all right, when I make enough money, what programs do I want to support? That's totally exactly. I know that's weird, right? It's so weird. And I never told you that. No, you never told me that. I've never told you that, but I have been keeping a running list of exactly how I'm going to, you know, so that's called manifestation. As if you ever read the secret, uh, do you ever read the secret? I suggest you do that. Anybody the secret's great. It really explains like the manifestation when you put something out there and create a vision, it really helps. And I think because of your, um, because of your manifestation of selflessness, uh, the universe provides more. When your work is, what, what was that quote that you told me today? What was that quote about when you're never going to go on? Un- un- oh, um, if you work for the universe, you're never unemployed. A- a- amen. So that's basically what that's saying. So you're in the right direction. You're really looking for a change and you've been trying to change. And not just mentally and physically, 
but emotionally there's been a lot of change and shifting and you've been more mindful of your emotional work because you know it intertwines Mm -hmm. and you also are thinking about role modeling like now that you're in this you're actually use yourself like i have to be a role model now so you're using those safety plans and things that you've incorporated to kind of you know pass those things that have hurt you does Mm -hmm. that make sense totally okay so that's just validating okay so right now i'm just kind of going through of what's going on with you okay and then this way we can project in the future okay sure so i'm just also sharing who you are so that if people are interested in wanting your services they get a little bit of insight of your thought process which i think is very intimate and it's something very important so your foundation is about success. You're very optimistic, where you weren't always optimistic. This That's was, correct. Yeah. So your optimism is now what's creating um, the destiny of this mm-hmm. change. So your foundation of who you are and the foundation in your mission statement is about optimism mm-hmm. in a realistic way. That's correct. Because I noticed that when we were doing the exercise before, how you know, you're supportive of people who want to encourage the environment, but you also don't want to be, you know, rah rah with things mm-hmm. because it's it's kind of just that's the surface of what you can do. You need to encompass the whole thing and get to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. So that's the foundation. So keep that foundation up. So you have what's coming in is called the Ace of Wands, and the Ace of Wands, which looks like a penis that you're holding a penis, which is kind <laughs> of really interesting. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Donna chimes in, and the the Ace of Wands by a whole, what you're doing is you're holding. I know it really looks like that, but you're, you're actually holding the seed of your business in your hand. So this is you and you only that's going to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's going to make it successful because, and I don't, the spirit is guiding me to tell you that you have to remember this. Don't doubt yourself ever. If you have an idea, go for it. It's like, he's not, you know, just throwing the spaghetti, something will stick. There's no such thing as failure right something will stick so don't ever not do something because you think it might not right they're saying continue to do those ideas because one thing is going to stick and really master exactly what you're doing Mm -hmm. so this is going you have to be patient with yourself okay with uh you know it's kind of like an ebb of flow some things work some things don't and that's a good example of donna and i some things work and some things don't but we just know that our mission is to you know stay with what our mission is, Mm -hmm. you know, is to help others and move forward. So you have, now you have the ace of wands and then you have the page of wands. So here you are, the page of wands, it looks like a young boy and he's, he's draped in yellow. And the one thing that I, I don't think I shared with you, but when I look at you, you have, your aura is yellow. You have a lot of, I didn't know. Yeah. Is that like all the time? No, it it changes. It changes. Okay. But yellow is the uh, solar plexus. Okay. Chakra, which okay. means that you're doing stomach improvement. You've actually changed your food. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's what I see is you changing your food and your digestion's actually better. And that, it, but the stomach represents self-empowerment, mm. willpower and moving forward. Wow. So yeah. So it's validating that that's what you're doing right now. Okay. And I also see your, I know that's weird. I always say that, but I can see your inside of your mm-hmm. stomach. Okay. So because you did have some digestive issues, uh, by changing your mindset of your empowerment and no doubt, um, you will have that energy flowing more and your meditation is helping. So I'm really proud of you. Thank you. So here your your situation, which is really interesting, if you notice that you have all wands here. No, okay. So is that, that's great. What does that mean? The okay. wands wands to me is like fire. Like they suggest that that's like a fire sign. I don't do that, but it's about moving and passion. Oh, okay. So the wands represents your business. 
oh, to okay. me okay. to help you understand what we're doing. This represents your business. So for people who are listening and I'm reading the cards, I'm not just reading for Christina. I'm also reading for everybody who can hear so that you can m maybe be influenced by when you decide to make a chance in life to do something you're passionate about, it's important to trust. Mm -hmm. And it's important to know that you're going to be, ha you know, when your intention is good, you know, you, you have a great chance of success, mm -hmm. you know? And so w with the king of wands, it's not a ma it has nothing to do with a man. It has to do with you. And you are the king of wands. Here you are sitting on your throne. So you notice how the business is growing. Here's the ace of wands, but then you're a page. But then you turn into a king. So it's really, oh crap. so, wow. right. That's so, crazy. so what's happening is that you're actually, and look at this, these are the same, the death card and this is victory. Look, change to victory. See how they're positioned the, cha the same. Look at them. See how he's on his horse. Oh yeah. Death to make change. You have to change to be successful. Mm -hmm. So this is a message for everybody. If you want to make change happen, you have to make change happen. It's not going to happen for you. Mm -hmm. You have to meet the universe halfway. You right. have to open your arms first and kind of take that leap. And that's what these are suggesting. Isn't that interesting? So interesting. So you now... This is... this The wands is... It's, I'm like it's, kind it's, of blown it's a away lot. It's a lot. It's a theme of the empowerment and the spiritual work because you are a light worker. You're just doing it differently. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about it before. You're doing... You're working with your uh, mind, with the, with the philosophy part mm -hmm. of it, where I do the spiritual aspect, which is basically yeah. using the same. Like, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So the outside influence is the Ace of Swords. <laughs> okay. The, and the outside, you're like, what does that I mean? I don't know. What th this is so exciting. It is. <laughs> the Ace of Swords, to me, is the sort of truth for you. Okay. Your influence is truth. Yeah, it is. You drive this. Uh, you drive this chariot, this work, because you speak the truth. Mm -hmm. Speak truth to those uh, those people and bosses and saying, you're hurting your people. How is that making you feel? Mm -hmm. By not validating, by not, you know, by not um, being grateful or whatever it is, it's okay for you to do that, to be strong, because people need to hear. And sometimes you need to tell bosses, you're doing a great job because they don't hear it. Right. So any type of truth is what your outside influence is. So every time you do a mantra, and this goes for anybody who's listening, if you put the mindset in and say, today I live by my truth. When you're going into any kind of situation and you're contemplating how to handle it, just take a deep breath and say, I'm going to speak my truth, my truth of swords, you know, my sword of truth. And I think that's going to help you with the empowerment part mm -hmm. because people need you. You're there for <laughs> them. They, okay. So then you have, uh, which is not, I use like this position. I'm doing a, um, a Celtic spread here, but you got the 10 of swords and the Ten of Swords is telling me that you're done with old stuff. You have really like you have worked hard to let go of things that you do not have control over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. High five. That is tough stuff. But there you are. You've mastered it. And here we go. And so the outcome of this is the Two of Pentacles. And it's safe for you to go where the money is. And this is not... Sometimes I look at this like an emotional card. Like sometimes mm -hmm. I see it as like... Um, like, like you see water behind you, like it's kind of like a, uh, happy, sad thing. Yeah. Uh, but that's not, is he okay? Yeah. The baby was just coughing. So, um, if this is about, it's safe for you. Yeah. 
it's safe for you to go towards um, money and not feel bad about that. Okay. Does that make sense? Look, yeah. you just like dropped your shoulders. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. So you need to be okay with that because yeah. like I said, your intention is to share that. So you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's not your job. You don't have to sacrifice poverty. We're, you know, we're not talking about, you know, the Jesus work we talk mm -hmm. about that I often contemplate and have a hard time. The guilt of money with doing spirit work. You have to let that go because that's not our path. Our path is to give and receive and to complete that receiving and mm -hmm. giving, you know, that yeah. ebb and flow. That's what you have the mindset. And I see you being extremely successful. And there you are, the Hierophant which is you were the high priestess, which is absolute balance. This work is going to make you very balanced. There you are. You just married yourself. Look at that. Brilliant. That's so nice. There you go. Right. And there's your reading, and it's recorded. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. So you can look I'm going to have to replay it because yeah. so much just happened. It's so yeah. much in a short amount of time. I know it was really quick and really deep, but I know that it resonated with you. I can yeah. tell that this was kind of validating for the direction, and I kind of think you needed permission. These are great cards. Yeah. At least from... Yeah what I gather. So yeah. thank you so much. I'm You're so welcome. excited about this. I'm so proud of you. High five. High five. And okay. Before we go, how do people find you and follow you? So I have a website. Um, it's Christina D.com. So, uh, my name has no H in it. So it's C R I S T I N A D.com. So just go there and you can find out how to follow me on, on other social media and definitely give me a shout. I'm really, really interested in hearing, about people's experiences in the workplace. And um, I'm really, really out to kind of make things better. So thank you. Amazing. This was thank fantastic. you so much for being here. Thank you, guys. We'll have you I love again. this. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it would be great to have a Q&A. Wouldn't that be Workshops fun? Workshops in the future. Yeah, but no Kathy stories. No, no Kathy stories. <laughs> okay. And, no, we'll know. just scare you live. Okay. <laughs> okay. High five. Wait. That was Wayne. Okay. High five. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you. Thanks, Sophie. Thank you.